0: Welcome back to Hey Eintracht Frankfurt, the Bundesliga podcast that covers everything there is to know in the English language about Eintracht Frankfurt. The best club in the Bundesliga, the best club in Germany, the best club in Europe, the best club in the world for that matter. But we're a little bit biased. I'm your host, Brian Sanders. You can follow me on Twitter at KCSGE. You can more importantly follow the show. That is at H E F Pod on Twitter. Email us at Frankfurt at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Facebook, where we uh, post information on our newest uh, contests and uh, everything there is to know about Eintracht Frankfurt and the English language. We post news and notes and videos all on there. So, facebook.com slash H-E-F I don't do this podcast alone. And so, joining me is the usual panel in different places, uh, Nathan in St. Louis. Hey, Brian. There you are. And uh, Roman in uh, Germany?
1: Yes, greetings from Frankfurt. So cool that we can finally make this happen while we are all over the world. Indeed,
0: indeed. Eintracht Frankfurt International, indeed. So, (laughs) gentlemen, speaking of internationals, uh, the international break was going on, so... Really, for me, highlighted by the fact that uh, Rebic and Jovic both were able to get on the score sheet. Won against Germany in probably the uh, match that should have scared Germany just a little bit more. But then again, they did kind of come back to beat Holland. So there you go. Um, hmm. He just His towering header just right there made me think, you know, those Portuguese guys have got to be looking at that and just thinking to themselves, Oh, crap. We got to play against this soon. <laughs> it's exciting times. And uh, good good on uh, Rebic to get his goal uh, for Croatia in. He was playing weird. So I don't know if you guys were kind of following this. So like he was actually playing in an up-top striker role for Croatia. Ooh. What do you kind of think of that as just kind of an extra option that we can
2: throw out there? I mean, everyone plays slightly different roles when they go to the, um, go to the international stage. If you're not the marquee players on those teams, um, yeah, Gacinovic played more of a left or a yeah left wing role mm-hmm. uh, when uh, um, for Serbia. Um, but I mean, it gives them experience to try and play in different ways that might be, um, it might make our tech a little more complicated to defend.
0: Indeed, I would like to think that this will give Eintracht a couple more options. That Adi Hutter probably would have been watching this and thought, you know, perhaps we can put this to maybe, a good maybe. test. Maybe, especially when you have weak, t- if you have a weak team <laughs> to play against, yeah. where you can just, tr- you know, experiment with all sorts of shenanigans to throw it out there. So, and it was you know, last pretty? season
1: it was the first team. Uh, where all three of the Buffaloes—it was basically the foundation or the founding of the Buffaloes, mm-hmm. right? Uh, <laughs> was against the Stuttgart game in uh, in, in the Hinrunde when uh, yeah. yeah when we kicked their ass 3-0. So there was a good start. So right. I hope they repeat. And as you say, yes. you know, from uh, from from an international point of view, I think it's great when they have a different uh, if they can play different positions. You know, it keeps the mind sharp as well. And opens up options for us, so all in all, yeah, I love these things.
0: Which kind of highlights something that I was wanting to kind of hint at. Uh, With the international break, it does kind of mess up the usual match-to-match kind of rhythm with the Bundesliga that we have and the Europa League that we also have in addition to uh, the league format do you think that for the players, I mean, we can look at it from a fan's standpoint, but do you think that for the players that this is actually a good thing that they suddenly are brought 100% out of their normal comfort zone into an environment that, you know, they occasionally are a party to in terms of them making sure that they keep their not only match sharpness, but also mental sharpness as well?
1: Yeah, I'm I'm. I'm personally a big fan. I think it was... a. Uh... All in all it was a very good very good thing. Also because like I mean this week before they got into the national break was just like such a crazy week. Um you know, with winning these three games, like it even helped me to calm down again. Like I was on fire. Like, you know, after the <laughs> I just needed to, you know, relax and get, calm my mind down, you know, and everything. And I think for the players it's very good, you know, to be taken out of that environment for a little bit, you know, get some new experiences, mingle with new people. Um I think Stuttgart almost—I would almost say—they have no chance, also because of that, right? Because they'll be all relaxed; um, they'll, you know, their minds are fresh, and it will be very tough for for Stuttgart, you know, to crack um, this team. Hopefully, I'm right, but yeah, I think it's it's a great great chance. Nathan,
2: um, I mean, it's a mixed bag when you think about it. The- Upside is that people get their chance to to shine in maybe a situation where they're riding the bench a little more, or um, or can can expand on their talent set by playing in different roles and positions, um, and then bring new insights from from that coaching system to the team. Perhaps if they have the agency to discuss those matters um, with the coach, um, yeah. I mean. I I think it's generally a positive thing um, overall. Um, I am personally, I don't really take a lot of stock with the American team. So, and I don't really have a team that I follow. So, um, it's kind of a down week for me, which is also a benefit and a negative for my personal life. But... (laughs)
0: Well, the U.S. national team, there's. That is a basket case. Uh, needless to say. <laughs> yeah, we don't have
2: to get into it. Yeah, I just was oh, bringing it up. I just don't have thing any that, personal good thing attachment. That, uh,
0: Timmy Chandler uh, doesn't have to be dealing with those shenanigans. Uh, I think that going forward, I don't believe that he's going to be a part of the international setup for uh, that. So I tracked. Was, was
2: um uh one. Quick tangential question that's kind of related. I heard a rumor that Klinsman was attached with Stuttgart for a while, um, perhaps going into that role. Is that? Yeah,
0: he was. I heard those exact same rumors. Then they made an assistant coach change, if
2: oh, memory mm-hmm.
0: serves, uh, just right. to try and hopefully give Marcus Weinzel uh, the kind of needed boost. And we can kind of talk a little bit more on like what Stuttgart has been able to do. If. Uh, they've had a really bad uh, <laughs> spring
2: season. Needless to Ooh. say,
1: had uh, a bad oh, season in general. I mean, well, yeah, <laughs> bad season in general. No kidding.
2: Um, All kicked off by our Pokal victory. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah, that. Oh. They were so. Celebra- if anyone is kind of wondering what the heck we're referencing. Uh, it was Stuttgart celebrating that they finished in seventh, thinking, oh, Bayern's going to win the Pokal, that means we're going to play in Europe, and we're, we have to go through one, couple qualifiers, but no big deal. Instead, we won the Pokal, we went in as a group stage winner, and sixth place Leipzig had to go from being an automatic spot in the group stage if Bayern had won, to having to go through multiple rounds of qualification to get there, so stick it. Stuttgart, yeah, that was that indeed. was
1: good. Yeah, I mean, like it was it was a <laughs> tough thing. They were happy in the beginning, right? At the uh, first, they were like, "Yes, we make it to Europa." And then uh, we're out, and then they were like, "Okay, maybe it was the better choice, right?" Because like, ooh, it's going to be uh, tough, so we don't have the triple, uh the triple fight. um But yeah, they just yeah they just were really unlucky with everything they did. You know, all these decisions and then firing the. Uh, the the director and I don't even know who they fight. I mean they got rid of everyone, so to say, right? They started with Guido Buchwald, then um mm. it's just they were just such a mess. Um I, I almost felt sorry for them, even though I never really liked Stuttgart.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but let's give back to briefly to the internationalists and we also have an eintracht track friendly before we get into Stuttgart uh talk, full fledged. Uh it looks like he was had picked up an injury uh in his match uh, against Portugal uh early this week heel injury uh he was subbed off during the first half i have not still seen anything that is said whether he is going to be available for selection david Abraham is available for selection but gasinovic does seem to be the one who seems to be hurt uh, Kostic, I know that there was some, a little bit of scare there, and he was uh, kept off the starting lineup, and so it looks like he's going to be good to go, but should we be looking too much into this? I mean, I would like to think that he he very much still is uh, in turn, I think that uh, he's very much someone who, you know, if we keep him out of the starting lineup for a couple weeks, that is perfectly fine. Kostic, for me, is a bigger loss, but uh, yeah. Gacinovich, I'd like to think that, uh, you know, if he's able to quickly recover from his international injury, that Eintracht will be all the stronger for it. But I think he's in the
1: squad, right? So I think he made it or he's going to make it in the squad now or is my information old? I
0: still saw that he was listed as questionable, but, I mean, uh, as we're speaking right here on Friday, the 29th of March, uh, we've got, you know, another 48 hours until uh, the Eintracht will actually take the field against Mm -hmm. Valve by Stuttgart. So, uh, in the meantime, he can still make the uh, Mm -hmm. bench, and then if he's making the bench, well, you know, toss your injury uh, concerns aside. So... Yes, so in the meantime, uh, Eintracht Frankfurt was involved in a local friendly for all the players who did not go out on international duty. Uh, Eintracht took on a t- another team that I have never heard of. Hohenfelden uh, is the location? Uh, some some city that I have never... A club that Don't probably... do it. Roman, it is probably way down the picking order, but it is within uh, the state of Hesse. So Hunfelden, uh maybe you know the town but looks to be it looks to be a pretty small uh small club for a small town. And uh I don't even
1: remember. Don't worry about it. Like I mean it's
0: <laughs> Well that being said, uh let's go forward and in terms of a the
1: goodwill major, yeah. Exactly. Good. You did a great job.
0: Yeah, we did a great job in terms of look, full house. Those guys will definitely take the uh, increased gate receipts, it helps out local clubs there. But more important to me was the keeping match sharpness for a lot of the impact yeah. kind mm-hmm. of fringe players on the roster. So we're talking both Stenderas uh, saw time on the pitch. Zimmerman was the keeper. And let's see, you had Alea playing all 90 minutes, so obviously a lot of attention will be on him. Uh, Rode played 45 minutes, but me, I think a bigger thing was the fact that Toro has returned uh, to full match fitness uh, available for selection, and he played a full 90 minutes. Now, not getting on the score sheet uh, is no big deal for me, especially in a kind of friendly such as this, but I would have to say that seeing him on, seeing him make the make an appearance uh, means that the Eintracht has got another healthy body, and in case Gessinger is going is going to be out for a couple of weeks, guess what? We got another player to slot right in.
1: Yeah, absolutely, and don't forget Hakuta. I didn't. I totally forgot about him. And then you see his name on the scoring list. You're like, oh, okay, he's still around. Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, not gonna lie. Uh, the once we get shot at him, the better. Nothing against him. It's just I very much have been wanting to get let him go, but apparently his wages are just too high for his vital Bundesliga side. And, you know, then wh- who else? I mean, I don't think that anyone in Sweden could afford even afford half of what he is on at present. So it's a shame that he's just kind of sitting there collecting a paycheck that could
2: otherwise be used as planning for next season. Ah, eh, well. <laughs> we'll go back to... Toro for a second. I mean, he played basically three matches with us. You got the goal he against five. Marseille. He played five, um, and uh, you know, I think he is a a diamond in the rough. Like he is, he's got such raw talent. It. I, I remember that Werder Bremen game. Mm. How he was just like everywhere on the pitch. So, um, I'm I'm really looking forward to oh, seeing yeah. what he can do and recharge um, everybody else around the midfield. Um, and uh, give us a boost.
0: 100% agree. I think he, I mean, look, we, when I talked about was kind of pushing against Marseille, you, and like against Brown, you know, where he was all over the pitch, he very much, to me, came off as someone who was a lively spark and, you know, He's going to be, like, him coming back to match fitness is almost going to be, like, an entirely new signing. Like, he's been gone so long that he's just going to want to come in there and want to, you know, hit the ground running. Kind of like Paciencia coming back, you know, into the fold. And suddenly he's got a pair of goals, you know, in his back pocket that he's now scored for the first team. You know, I mean... To me, that's you can't really get much better than that at present. Yeah. I tr- Look, we have gotten very lucky in the fact that we have avoided the injury bug, and I don't think that there is something for the most yeah, part. For the most part, uh, for me, I think that this, like, I think that us staying healthy, but also not just us staying healthy, but bringing on the guys who have been unhealthy is going to allow us to go deeper into Europe because mm-hmm. Benfica... Oh, that's going to be a tough ask. We're going to have to throw mm. out our best guys. Guess what? We have Schalke, Augsburg, and Wolfsburg that are the three matches that are kind of, you know, sandwiched uh, on either side of in between. And each one of those games is 100% winnable uh, in our kind of quest to not just, you know, like continue our progress within Europe, but six only nine, no, not nine. Uh, they're only three points away on forty-nine points, and we're just one point behind. Bruce, you mentioned Gladbach, who also have a who also have a worse goal difference than us. So, you know, should results go well in the next couple of matches, guess what? Leapfrog those guys. We are in fourth, and that means mm-hmm. automatic qualification to the group stage. After there was the, um. Uh, the kind of reshuffling of how the Champions League goes, which at the detriment to the uh, non top five leagues. But enough about that. Gentlemen, let's get into <laughs> hashtag what are we drinking, where we can then uh, start pontificating about everything there is Eintracht versus Stuttgart.
1: Roman. Oh I'm a, since I'm at home and uh, and it's evening time, right? So uh what mm-hmm. is, yeah, it's like past five, so I can I can gladly have uh, I'm gonna I have a Licher beer, um which is uh yeah, local Hessian. Uh and Ooh. it's nice, I like it. It's a real good it's a prisoner, of course it's a German one, or I'm having one of the prisoners. And um yeah, it's a very good uh very refreshing uh, uh drink. Interesting. <sighs> yeah, very good.
2: Well, I I we I think we've talked about Liechter before. Mm. I found at the bottom of the castle in Marburg uh, a nice nice Stein. That's a Liechter oh, yeah, Stein. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I I shoved that in my case and took it home. <laughs> um, I have that. It's uh, pretty nice. But no, I'm not drinking anything as uh, good as that. I'm just drinking some good old fashioned work espresso. We have an espresso machine in the kitchen at work. I'm going to use yes. that to its advantage.
0: <laughs> Indeed. Um, what you got, Brian? Yeah, so going a little bit of both here. Uh, I have a little, like, one of those little <laughs> espresso machines. Uh, literally, I just drop a pod and push a button, and voila. Um, Nespresso is what uh, I was gifted. So uh, putting that, nice. hey, <clears throat> ew, Putting that to good use, it's a lot quicker than, you know, brew my own coffee, which if I had the time to do it, I will definitely do it. But this is much faster and quicker. In addition to that, mm-hmm. I'm also, since it is it is Friday and you need to kick back and relax just a tiny bit, I got a little bit of Ben Rimes, uh whiskey alongside. So, small uh, Scottish distillery. Uh, it's a uh, pretty good uh um for isla or highlands uh space side specifically space the the highlands the highlands are they have a little bit of a different kind of uh potency maybe potency is not the right way to kind of phrase it but the you have the highlands which have a very distinct uh, taste but then again space side is really kind of this small area just kind of squashed right up there on the north coast of Scotland. And nice. uh, it has just got some great production value, needless to say. Uh, I mean, I guess I could probably go on a little bit more about it. <laughs> but but
2: uh, <laughs> I think you both win uh, above me. So. Nothing wrong there. <laughs> nothing wrong. Wish I was drinking both.
1: <laughs> well, a nice espresso is also nice. Come on, you know. Exactly. exactly. Oh, yeah. All right, I got a good gentlemen. Point. Yeah.
0: That wraps up segment one of Hey Eintracht Frankfurt. We're gonna be back, segment two, and talk about Eintracht versus Stuttgart and some interesting news coming down about uh some fines for the Eintracht in terms of our European campaign and what we can expect from our supporters in Lisbon. So stay with. I So, kind of teased it a little bit there. Um, interesting that Eintracht has now been fined in our probationary period, thanks to certain flares and such being lit off, because UEFA doesn't like that sort of thing. Ah, well. <laughs> um, so, Eintracht taking on another fine. It's This seems no big deal, honestly, to us. Because, Just another 50k. Yeah. I mean, look, we get fucked how many times a year by the day of bay for <laughs> flares and such. So this honestly I really can't be bothered all too much with it, but it is better that it is a big fine fa- it is a fine and our quote probation lasts for another Whatever. Yeah, you could, you could yeah. hire
1: somebody for that amount, right? That could be like one yearly wage of uh, of someone, you know, and all c- accumulated. You could probably hire two, three people, you know, helping with, I don't know, Inter- whatever. International marketing. Up. Hey, open open up. Yeah, yeah totally. Open up
0: our uh, New York office like a year early, you know, get that fully yeah. staffed, get the Michigan Academy off and running Speaking of which, uh, if anyone is wanting to get their kid involved with that, the Eintracht is the way to go. Uh, open tryouts uh, will be coming down the pike, so exciting stuff there. We'll give a little bit more kind of news when uh, that kind of is more coming along, but this means that the Eintracht supporters will be allowed to travel in mass to Lisbon uh, for the first leg of our match against Benfica. <laughs>
1: I'm excited. It will be different, though, in general, right? So I think this will be a a big shift because we used to play against those teams, you know, that didn't have kind of like that didn't have supporters themselves, right? So yeah, it was super easy to be ten thousand people in, uh, in 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 Cyprus, you know, or Milan, I don't know
0: where the stadium is, even Milan or even yeah.
1: Rome, you know, like giant stadiums with little fans, you know. <laughs> but all the other clubs will be totally different. I mean. Benfica mm-hmm. will be sold out, right? So there will be a small amount of like 4,000 Frankfurt fans uh, um, supporting the team, right? So it will be almost like a, a regular Bundesliga match. Um, uh, you know, there will be different competition. Chelsea, same thing, you know, they're not going to be 20,000 people uh, when, we, when we play in the quarterfinals. Now, not 20,000 Frankfurt guys making it to Chelsea, right? So it will be different. So it's going to be, we got to be more bystanders, so to say, right? Um, uh it, it will be different changes. Even if we make it to the Champions League, right? It will be different stadiums and different teams as
0: well. Uh yeah. I mean, look if we play like we land one of the Milan clubs again, I mean sure they'll have an extra thirty, forty thousand fans of their own who will then wanna well yeah, we're not Barcelona in terms of the quote sexy appeal. You know, Inter Milan was only able to get like 70,000 for the match against Barcelona. And then when they played against PSV Eindhoven and Tottenham Hotspur, they only had like fifty and 60,000 fans show up there. So I would like to think if we did draw one of the Milan clubs, either one, I really don't care because
1: I think that they'll probably... Italian teams, right? Italian teams in general, you know, are easy. They're, you know, the stadiums are shit and, you know, atmosphere is not so good as well.
0: I will say there is one with a good stadium, and that is Juventus, but then again, theirs is built like ours in terms of uh yeah. size and they pretty much pack it out every week. So the the lone exception, but I'd like to think that, you know, uh with the thirty two hundred tickets that we've been allocated, this seems to me to be a much I mean it's something that we should expect long term in terms of being able to travel. Mm-hmm. But then again, hey, look. Uh, should we make the uh, group stage of the Champions League? I'd like to hope that we would push on for the knockout phase of the Champions League. And if we fall into the Europa League, hey, you know what? We can do the same thing again that we're doing right now. We can just run rampant on yeah. everyone. I mean, sure, I would love, love us to get to the semifinals against Prague. But then again, <laughs> that Prague Stadium is not even half the capacity of
1: the VOD Stadion. <laughs> And it will be packed themselves because Prague is in the same situation as mm-hmm. we are, right? So when Prague is going to play in Frankfurt, there'll be 20,000 Czech guys, you know, yeah. uh, in Frankfurt. Um, you know, that, that's what I mean. Like now we're like in the group stages and stuff in the Europa Cup, you have this kind of like dominance by Frankfurt. And these times are over now, oh, right? Cool. So whoever we play now... Is uh, is, is going is to bring their the own masses of supporters. This is the business area yeah.
0: I mean, for the likes of Benfica, look, they're they're used to playing against Bayern Munich, uh, PSV, uh, Ajax. Those are uh, I forget who the heck else that they were playing in their Champions League group, but you know they're used to playing uh, some pretty big names, and I'm pretty sure that for them, whilst the quarterfinals of the Europa League is a big thing it's a different thing when you're in the Champions League as opposed to the Europa League, unless you get into this business in. So in the previous couple <laughs> games of theirs, they have not sold out their standard, but I anticipate that if we're only getting 3,200 tickets, that they better sell out that bloody thing. And if they don't, Eintracht fans, buy up the flipping lot and just, you know, sit wherever you can find a seat but that's just me. Mm. <laughs> uh, speaking of fans, uh, the fans will be out in voice this weekend. Eintracht Frankfurt against VfB F. Bay Stuttgart, a, a team that Roman mentioned that we clobbered 3-0 in Stuttgart earlier in the season. This team has been... Roman's favorite word, Shit. <laughs> 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 I mean, look, okay, in their last four matches, I will give them at least this much. Now, Stuttgart has earned one so- single solitary point on the road during the Rook Runda. A one to one draw in late February against Bremen. This team really only does well at home. They have very few points uh, that they they have a grand total of five points earned on the road. Uh, Four points that they earned during the Hinrunda. And it was against teams who I would consider uh, on the lower end. uh, Your Nurembergs and Freiburgs of the world. That being said, I'm not going to underestimate these guys because they have now earned five points from their last four, which for them, considering how much of a slide that they were on, is a vast improvement. Oh, yeah. I'm really, Mm. really excited, though, because... When they have been coming, when they have been playing on the road, they have been kind of rolling over and just admitting defeat, well before you know anything substantial happens. This team has not been one that it has got any scare factor. They have players, but the fact is, it's dysfunctional.
1: Yeah, I'm always scared, you know. So obviously, I started out that no, that we're going to beat uh, Stuttgart, no problem. But then I'm still scared about my Frankfurt team, right, who used to love lose against these opponents, right, Um, even though I have been wrong, luckily, uh, or we have, or my feeling has been wrong about these things all season long, (laughs) but I still can't get it out of my system, you know, I'm still afraid, I'm still like, we're going to lose this one, and we could go back to the old grind, you know, but maybe, uh, yeah, I hope we're not, you know, so, but I still have this little feeling in the back of my Head, you know, so that's kind of where I am, because usually we would have been uh, basically made to lose um, to Stuttgart, you know. <laughs> that would be the typical Frankfurt that we yeah learn to love it's early true. on.
2: We usually get bit by the the backwards slide at the end of the year. There's always these nagging things that happen. <laughs>
1: And at the end of the season, exactly. I mean, that's usually the time where we kind of fuck up everything we uh, we, we built mm-hmm. before, right? Um, however, I think here it comes from a positive side. I think the tension is high enough. I think the international break was at the perfect timing. I think the players really want more. You know, it's not about how we say in German, the golden pineapple, you know. Um, I think they really want to go for something. So motivation is high. And now we just got to, yeah, turn mm-hmm. it turn it into... The win against Stuttgart.
0: Yeah. Well, I'd like to think that. a yeah. uh, golden pineapple. That's a new one on me. Really.
1: <laughs> yeah, the golden ananas. That's basically when you uh, when it when your fate is already decided. You know, there's nothing to win anymore. You know, so usually in the. In the last part of the season, you know, like for Mainz, for example, like what is it they're going to go for? You know, they're not going to relegate. They're not going to uh, fight for Europa. You know, they're going to go for the golden pineapple. You mm-hmm. know, and that's um, <laughs> and many teams are. And usually Frankfurt, when when we uh, when we you know had our forty point goal, yep. we're like, okay, now we got the forty points. Okay, we're not going to relegate. We're not going to make Europa. So let's go for the golden pineapple. Yeah,
2: let's pants that's the like- big guys and. Whatever, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, this is, I'd like to think that Stukrad at least will give us a go. Mostly because if you look at the Bundesliga table, I mean, they they really, you kind of mentioned my who doesn't really have to worry about anything. They're on 30 points. You got Augsburg in 14th on 25, Schalke on 15 in 15th on 23 and valve Bay 16th on 20 points with a six point gap between them and the two teams in the automatic relegation places, not going valve Bay and Schalke play on the final match day. So good Lord, every single thing will matter. And we play these teams almost back. To, we play these teams in back to back fashion. So this is going to be a lot of fun as we play the three teams who are trying to avoid that relegation trap zone. Uh, mm-hmm. walls worse yeah you know, hey i'll say this much at least we don't have the day of midweek as well to contest with because if we were around to compete on three fronts then we would start having a discussion of okay what's more important here
2: but yep let's see that's um, for sure i don't know if anyone has been following the stuttgart's attack but it's just their formation is just so all over the map. Like, they don't know what they're mm. doing. And so, like, the last few games, they've had some success with a specific uh, formation. And so I expect them to bring that to us because uh, that seems to be the only thing that's sort of working. <laughs> but how how much can you say uh, winning against Hanover is working um, and getting some ties along the way? So. Oh, you I mean
0: their 5-1 win where everyone's like, yeah. well, that's no surprise there.
2: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, so I don't know. I, I don't think that they're going to ha- – they they like I said, they're going to go for broke for to try to – I mean, all they have to do is go up. So yeah. um, it's going to be odd, but I don't think they have a big shot at it. Uh, we just got to maintain our – are poise and not get too big of a head because all those three that's the problem with those three up top is that when they work together it's lightning in a bottle but when they think that they're islands and can score on their own typically it doesn't work
0: <laughs> that is so. very true mm. I think that this is this is like these next three matches can be each considered like you know they should be slam dunks to use American basketball reference but they also are tricky because you know these teams. Each one is basically fighting for their Bundesliga survival. Each one is in a very precarious situation, and if we take don't take and if we take them lightly, it's going to bite us right back in the butt.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That being said, gentlemen, it all goes back to those those ties that we had. They were great. It was well, most of them were great games, and and you know we're treading water against, uh, you know, champions league teams basically. But, um, mm-hmm. which, which is good. But if we had got one victory out of that, you know, along the way, then, oh my gosh, we'd be in such a different spot.
0: I totally agree. And uh, I mean, it, it, the Borussia Mönchengladbach and the Borussia Dortmund result, you look back in how like results transpired, like surrounding, you know, before and after for each of those matches and you're just like, damn, because that, to me, I think that uh, that that four points. I mean, suddenly we're right, we're well above. Uh, we're, well, hell, We're in third place in the Bundesliga, chasing. <laughs> well, let's be honest. Uh, I don't think that we would full fledged be chasing the likes of Dortmund and Bayern. I mean, uh, sure. I mean, the, one can dream, <laughs> but l- looking at the. Yeah, yeah, they're Looking running at where away this with it. is. Uh, I, we're, hey, we're still in a good spot. But the thing is, uh, contributions yes. from all over the places. We have many players who are now fit. All we need is that first half goal to release the tension and then just kind of let things fly. And the next thing you know, we're probably then going to, you know, have like a match like we had against Fortuna Dusseldorf, which was really tricky. Paciencia got the goal and then boom Alaire granted kind of more at the very death of the match Alaire pops in with a pair of goals you know to just enlarge in that uh that winning margin That's it insane. went from a 1-0 victory that w- was most likely to happen to boom 3-0 mm. and you have extra goal difference this is a different this is the kind of situation that you know like your Bayern's your Dortmund's usually face in the Bundesliga when Look, they have much better talent and it's also—it's not just winning, it's getting the job done and being comfortable within it because you want to make sure that you will continue yep. your pot, you know, keep the wheels moving forward so this week. So mm-hmm. this weekend's match is going to be broadcast in the United States of america on fs2 and fox Deportes. where else can you find it in the english language world so australia is going to be on uh be in sports you also have it in canada uh, we're the final match day this uh for this sunday's bundesliga matches so uh sportsnet now and uh, sports world now in canada Obviously, in Germany, you have Sky Sky Swords Bundesliga. They'll be taking care of you there.
1: And in the Commerzbank Arena, of of course. course. If
0: you are so lucky to be able to get a ticket to that, (laughs) I believe that match is already sold out. So there are options. I got Mm. one. (laughs) I got one. I'll be there. Where are you sitting, Roman?
1: Yeah, the Friend of uh, 37N, I think that's where I'm going to sit. So it is in the Mm Nordwest Kurve, but. up like depending on facing the goals if you're like looking at the goal it'll be a top left corner kind of um or when you're looking down top right um and yeah, so I, a, a friend of mine of uh, he 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 withdrew his ticket so that I could make it, so uh, thank you Toby for thank that you, Toby. Um, that that's super nice of you yeah, that's super cool um, yeah, but I also heard that uh, my my guys in San Francisco they're watching it at Danny Coyle's, so if you're in San Francisco uh Danny Coyle, this is where we'll be watching the yeah yeah. How about you guys? Where are you guys going to watch it? Uh,
0: let's see. Uh, looks like I'm going to be watching it at Stranger Days Brewing Company that is located in downtown Kansas City, Missouri. Uh, I will be out singing any and all Premier League fans who seem to always show up and then they just sit on their butts whilst I am standing up and cheering along. People who follow me on Twitter at KCSG might have seen me pointing out the the lovely Eintracht Frankfurt scarf that is hanging from the rafters at the pub. Oh, yes. (laughs) I mean, you know, Europa's best of Mannschaft, indeed, I think was the uh, quote. So, uh, yeah, yeah. Mm going to be watching it there. Nathan, where are you watching it?
2: Um, So in the future, when it's Sunday, I will be watching it in the past after the game (laughs) because I got a, Mm -hmm. a commitment. At that time, so I hear you on that.
1: Fortunately, not live. Where
0: else can you watch it in the English language? So, no
1: text messages.
0: Yeah, uh, we're gonna (laughs) have to put you on the media blackout. Uh, Other parts in the English language speaking world, (laughs) you have Ireland, which has BT Sport One, you have in the United Kingdom, where it is going to be on BT Sport One as well. So, that kind of takes care of your English language speaking world. If you have any other, if you are in any other territories uh, and need to find out where the match will be shown on. Just give us a message and we'll be able to reach out to you. Some people do reach out to us at heycrankfurt at gmail.com. Marco Hogg in yes. Australia. Hey guys. Um, his parents are yeah, originally cool. from Frankfurt, been supporting since he got his jersey on his eighth birthday. He saw a, a three to two loss when he played in the Zweite Liga against Allen and remembers uh Duricha. Uh, was one of the goal scorer. Dury, <laughs> yes. Yeah, so he... Uh, oh, he's a long... He's all the way, it looks like, in the outback. A little bit closer to Perth. And, uh, yeah, he. there's a lovely picture that he sent. And we can post that on our uh, Instagram. He's out in Western Australia. And... Uh, there's a little, an Eintracht tag on the wall that he was able to put in the, this little uh, kind of bit. We'll, we'll, I'll, I'll post that onto our official show Twitter account at, at H E F pod. So gentlemen, it's time to pred- make our predictions and say adieu. Uh, Roman, what are your predictions for the match?
1: Oh, no chance for Stuttgart. Sorry. it's going to be four zero. Woof. It's going to be higher than, yes, yeah, because they're just going to be on fire. Like, I expect the team, Frankfurt, is going to be on fire. They're just going to go on the pitch. They all want to score. There was this (laughs) thing where uh, Jovic and Halle were, like, basically giving his shout out to Lewandowski about, you know, uh, who's going to win the goalie trophy. So now they, you know, now they got to deliver. And Uh, Stuttgart mm -hmm. will be one of the teams where they will be able to deliver. And sorry, guys, from Stuttgart. Sorry, Martin, good friend of mine, former colleague, but <laughs> you guys are just not going to make it.
2: Well,
0: you know, Jovic is only three goals behind Lewandowski in the race for the uh, Tor Schuster Canon, I think that's what it is. And uh, yeah. Alea is yeah. just, just four behind. So, I mean, pour mm-hmm. it on. I mean, Bayern, you know, has yeah. got their own uh, shenanigans going on. So, who knows? We can we can yeah. catch him up. Pour it on against Stuttgart, yeah, and obviously yeah, so we'll catch up.
1: Both of them, yeah. Both of them, yeah. Lewandowski will be third.
0: Nathan.
2: <laughs> well, um, I am in the same mind as Roman. I think it's going to be a route. Um Yeah, I'll 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 go ahead and say they might score one, but I, I'm guessing that I'm hoping. I guess that um, after that Hanover game, Nicholas Muller's is texting the team and saying. Hey, I got some tips. Um, please pants them for me. Yeah. <laughs>
0: um, in the <laughs> likelihood that Hanover in the, in is the able name to of this
2: true. In the name of Frankfurt am mine, pants them for me. Um, so I'm going with four to one.
0: Uh yes, I do like uh, all these score lines. Um, I think that we are just gonna absolutely throttle these guys. I do think that we're going to, I think it's going to be a little bit like Nuremberg. Like we should score way more than we do. I think we only have a 2-0 victory in us. But I think that we're going to be basically... I think that uh, the keeper from Stuttgart, uh, whose name is currently escaping me, I think he's going to be basically... Well, to use a hockey reference, because both of our teams are doing rather good these days, Nathan. I think you would agree. <laughs> and you'll, you know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the dude is standing on his... I think the dude is literally going to stand on his head, kind of like a Nuremberg, where the best player on the pitch was the guy in the net. <laughs> <laughs> For I think sure. it's going to be... I think Eintracht is only going to put going to put in one in the first half, and then an, another one in the second half, like early on, which then kind of kills off the game. Stuttgart will put will try and push. We'll open up stuff. We'll have great opportunities. I just think that we will not be as sharp as we could be to get to the you know the four goal uh, scoreline that you guys are predicting. I just think that it, it's going to be more of a sign that Eintracht is. Cr- you know, is creating a whole lot and will bode well, especially when we have the likes of going to guest and to play Shaka uh, next match day uh, on Saturday before uh, the big, probably title deciding match uh, in the Bundesliga. We can talk about that next week. And then you have Augsburg and Wolfsburg, Wolfsburg being on a Monday. Uh, and that's all squeezed in between two matches with Benfica. Well, be giving you all of the information that you could possibly need and more from Hey Eintracht Frankfurt. So, gentlemen, where can we follow you in the social media landscape? Roman,
1: you find me on SFB Eagles on Twitter,
0: and Nathan,
2: you can find me on Twitter at n a j a k w a.
0: Indeed, and Adrian, you can follow me at k c s g e. You can follow the show at h e f pod. Email the podcast, and you can get your emails read right out. That is Hey Eintracht Frankfurt. At gmail.com. Follow us on Facebook. That is facebook.com slash hefpod. We're going to actually have be having another uh, raffle off for uh, to win a couple of lovely jerseys. So stay tuned to that, especially with the Europa League coming up. You want to be able to uh, give a lot of mojo, uh good mo- mojo to the Eintracht that way. So, But details to follow. So from all of us here, and Hey, I'm Drake Frankfurt. Thank you for listening to episode 90 of the podcast. And tschüss.
1: Tschüss. Deutsche Puka <laughs> Tschüss. <laughs> hey,